the Grey Hat Beard podcast. And welcome to the second part of Grey Hat Beard uh, Show 13, the Modern Workplace podcast. Uh, if you haven't listened to part one, go back there where we talk about the news and introduce a podcast because here we're going to get stuck straight into our topic for today, which is searching for the answer in Microsoft 365. And this is all about how you can use search within Microsoft 365, what the story is uh, around what you can do. The kind of differences there, there is Microsoft search and then there's some other search and how they start to talk together uh, or not, as the case may be. And then really thinking about what you need to plan for, how you need to build a good search experience for people, because there's a platform to do things, but there's also how you engage people, how you look at how it's performing and things like that that we'll cover at the end. But first, I'm going to kick off a, a little bit about what Microsoft Search is. Microsoft Search uh, came around, I think, Ignite, I believe it's about two years ago now, was announced to be the, the OneSearch for those Lord of the Rings fans. It's the OneSearch to rule them all. And, and it's a great example because it, it's not that everything will go through this OneSearch per se, but it's about collecting up the different search technologies and providing a single front that people can go through. Many of people listening to this will, will probably come through uh, from a SharePoint background and uh, the, the Office 365, and you'll you'll know within SharePoint these days that there is that search bar along the, the top of the page, and that is now powered by Microsoft Search. Some of you who've been around a little bit like us will think, well, hang on, there was SharePoint search. What is the different go difference going on there? And the answer is that it uses that that search underneath to it uses the SharePoint search underneath and indexes that into a single search. So you have one place to go to and it pulls the exchange search as well. It pulls together the different elements, but gives you a consistent way of looking at that. But it also tries to make sure that depending where you are, it starts to think about what it is you're going to be looking at. So uh, apologies for those who are, are listening. I'm going to share some things on this screen and share some of the examples uh, of this. If we go into a SharePoint homepage, the, the landing page for SharePoint that many of you have seen, if you click on the SharePoint button at the top of any one there, you have a search box along the top. And if you go and search for that, it will search across your whole environment. That will pick up files from your OneDrive, it will pick up people on there, it will pick up news from SharePoint, it will pick up the different site. It broadens across everything. If we look at a, uh, a particular site, when you, by default, I should say, when you click on search with that, it will search just within that site. So look at files, news, list items within that site itself. If it's a hub site, it will search across everything within that hub. And then if you go within that site itself, uh, I don't have an example on the page I'm looking at, but if you go into a document library, within that document library, that search by default will just look at documents within that library itself. So you've got that context aware search that will go through to the different places. By the same token, if you open Office, if you're looking at uh, Word or PowerPoint, there is a search bar within there and it will search across everything within that. So you've got that single Microsoft search across all the different elements, across all the different places that can pick it up. 
What's really interesting, though, that is the extra things that are starting to come across with that. You've got from the admin centre uh, that I'm showing for those watching on the video. Do check us out on YouTube if you haven't. You can start to see the uh, data. Now, we're not uh, doing that much in this environment, so there's not too much data to show in here. Um, but you can start to see how different people are searching, where it's going through. But along the top, you will notice there's different things that you can add there because a lot of things that people search for I'm just looking at this and noting that they've actually changed interface since uh, our last look at this, which is always helpful. But you can add other things. <laughs> so you can add bookmarks. For those who come from the old world, you, you want specific items that when you search for, um, let's say, engagement survey, you want it to go to a specific engagement, engagement survey. You don't want people to uh, jump to uh, a, a general one that's been mentioned. You want to push that towards the top and you can create bookmarks that work along there. You can also so those, have uh, as well. So Check those out. like the old best bets then um, yeah. in search. It, yeah. Absolutely. So so from the old world, the best bets, uh, I, I'd say slightly different in that these these are best bets at the tenant level. So the, these will apply just that tenant, not to individual sites. This is very much at the the top level for that. And the same with acronyms. So everyone's got their acronym super. They're different organizations that they think about. You can put in those acronyms and actually have people be able to uh, have different ones you can look at. Um, you can have questions and answers. So if people are always asking, how do I book leave or what can I search for? You can put answers for that that will appear in the top as well. So you don't necessarily need to point people towards specific links. You can put answers that appear in the top as well. Very powerful way uh, of extending that. Uh, same with locations. If you have offices all around the world or just in, within this particular country, you can put those as uh, searchable items. So rather than having to put a page in SharePoint and hope that appears at the top, you can pin those particular locations there. And my particular favourite with Microsoft Search is the floor plans. So if you've got a um, what's the word? AutoCAD's uh, file of your floor plans, you can upload those. And you can actually, if you've got Visio versions of that, you can also upload, which uh, I always forget about. And you can put those there and you can make those searchable too. So all of these ways give you different, not, not just your SharePoint, not just content. You can start to pin particular items up the top there uh, and get those searchable as well. And you can configure those customizations. So it becomes that one place that you go to that's got the different info and different data in there. So really, really powerful. Um, going through quite a lot of different topics there. Um, very happy. I, I did a talk at GlobalCon 1 where I, I went on that. Uh, I know you would have to pay for it to get it now, but worth worth having a look at. Um, and there, there's plenty out there if you look on Microsoft Search. But the key is that you've got one place to go to with all the different elements underneath. And I noticed, wow. Gary, you've, you've posted a link there to connectors. So I, I think it's... Uh, maybe worth chatting about those a little bit yeah so you kind of mentioned you know the the one search to rule them all kind of thing um and we've we've kind of had that in the past with the sharepoint search it's tried that in the past of you know connecting file shares and everything but you know it's set it's the it's the same concept but taking it out of sharepoint and it, it being you know across all these different microsoft services services so you know things like being able to have connectors into service now for searching mm. knowledge bases uh, i've seen azure devops connectors as well where you can search on work items and things you know all those all that is connectors that can be built that microsoft search can use 
to pull in all of that data and then expose that as an index to whatever search um, mechanism you're using. So one of them, as you mentioned, SharePoint, that, that bar across the top. You've got search in so many different places now. You've got search within your office clients. If yep. you're in Word, um, you want to search for a Word document. Okay, well, use the search there. That's going to go through Microsoft Search. Um, so it's really interesting how this ecosystem has started to build up um, and, and, and where the even the entry points are now starting to point in one direction as well. I think previously they were still a bit scattered um, uh, and it, oh, I'm just looking at SharePoint search here, but now it, it, like I say it's starting to, to join up. So, you know, there's loads of different connectors there as you've got up on the screen and, you know, they get file shares, <laughs> which will never disappear. Uh, that one's always <laughs> going to be there. Um, but it just like, and, even and it's into, sorry, just about these uh, connectors that are there, the, the, the ones which are their connectors from Microsoft. So by using Microsoft mm -hmm. Search, uh, it says six, but I noticed there's actually eight now. Um, and Azure DevOps has come into that, which is very interesting. I didn't know we should definitely look at uh, including that in ours um, on there. But you can connect up to enterprise websites, as Gary mentioned, file shares, even MediaWiki, ServiceNow. They're all included as part of the, the kind of core package. All you need to do is go click, yes, I want that done. But you can extend it also with partners. So there's there's around a thousand connectors and partners that can extend that to other things like SAP, uh, Salesforce, etc. And you can go and buy a connector, which they they will implement from there. Or you, if you don't want to and you want to take that journey yourself, you can actually build your own uh, as well. So you, you don't have to take one of those connector ones. You can build a custom one, which can either be for your custom app or you can try and, especially if you're using a certain bit of Salesforce, you could connect just to that single element uh, as well. And rather than, obviously, you want to look at the, the time taken to do it versus the cost with the partner. It's definitely worth exploring both. Um, but you, you can do things yourself as well, which is very nice. Well, I think that, you know, I think one of the key things to point out here is that this is Microsoft Search, not SharePoint Search. It is designed to be across the whole ecosystem. As Gary said, it's in Office. It's in every interface for my, that Microsoft provide us now, really. Um, so wherever we are in Microsoft 365, we can have that search. I had like, uh, three... Teams. Sorry? Like Teams. Well, there's, you know, there's, all, there's always a laggard somewhere that you know, yeah. is, late, is late to the game. And I think, you know, this is where... You know, we've seen it come into Office, and I've, I know people have gone, well, why do I need that in Office? Well, a lot of people have been asking for it for years. But mm. also, you know, Teams, Teams probably has the worst search experience at the moment. You know, I love Teams, but it doesn't have, you know, when you're trying to find a file, yeah, it's not great. And it's really where, you know, bringing this in and having it contextualized to, you know, the, the team that you're in um, will really make quite a big difference. And that is, you know, I think it was Jeff Tipper who, announced that a little while back that that's coming um so yeah. when you start to get you know i guess the context of what you're searching as well you know we've had it with the hub sites i can search and scope my results to the site in sharepoint the hub site that's aggregating all of the uh, the sites that are associated with that hub site or whether it's around me you know whether it's my OneDrive, whether it's my files that i've accessed that i have access to you know, across the whole tenant. It's really powerful to be able to do that. And the connectors That's are really cool. interesting because, you know, I remember working with BCS, the Business Connectivity <laughs> Services, 
you know, and trying to pull stuff in and make it surfaced. And it was, well, it was painful. Um, and, you know, they, what they're doing, that moving it out of SharePoint, making it Microsoft level, makes it much easier to, to actually look at that. So, it, yeah, I, th I think there's going to be, uh, there's going to be changes in the way that we use search. But, you know, mm -hmm. the other thing is that we've got to remember that some of the things that we maybe used in SharePoint with content, with metadata, being able to write custom search scopes and say, well, we're only going to bring back this type of document, this type of list item. Those are all really powerful things as well that we need to we used an awful lot to make effective solutions. So I'm still waiting to see some of that come back. Um, and I keep seeing little snippets come through, like the new term store, yeah. content types in there now. Woohoo! But how that integrates will be quite interesting to see. But I think I think that takes us nicely on that. How how do you position your environment to be able to work well, to be to be searchable, to be findable? Yeah, because we you know one of the things that we always used when we were just using the SharePoint search was here are the custom refiners. How can we tailor this search to make it useful for people within their own agenda? What are they searching for? You know, whether that was I can have a search for all of the news articles or I can have a search through all of the HR content because I'm working in HR and be able to scope it and give, you know, targeted responses. Those were really powerful capabilities that I guess Microsoft Search has been a little slow to implement for us to allow us to, to bring all of those custom tailored I, I think I, I, I do agree with that I think part of the reason is because they're trying to get people think differently about search to a lot of people search is like Google you go to one big box and, and that's where you search whereas actually it, it's the context awareness depending on what you're doing uh, what you search that the text that you search for is not always the the end of the story the examples I showed there of when you're in a document library it automatically tailors it to be searching just that document library. That there is often thinking about the different elements. I don't think Microsoft's got it fully right yet, but it's trying to break people away from um, just thinking about that single search box. The very simplified, I think it's trying to go through a more complex, looking at what you do, who you know, who you are, where in the organization, what you're doing at that point in time and make a load of assumptions that will give you things back as well. And I think that that is important when you're looking at search. Don't just think Google. Don't just think that one single search box. Think more holistically that. Think about where people are. What is their journey they're trying to get to, to be able to work out the right things that people are searching for. It's not just about that text uh, in many cases. The time of day, you're more likely to be doing similar things at similar time day. We talked earlier in the news about the Cortana daily briefing. Mm. At the start of the morning, you're going to be searching for things to do that day. During a meeting where you're in a workshop talking about requirements, you're more likely to be looking for a phrase related to that workshop. And it's trying to adjust the algorithms almost based on that. I think that's a really interesting way to look at it, that, you know, it's behavioural context. Um, I think you also, I think one of the things that I've always liked about search in SharePoint is you've got that entry point. I can put free text in. The real power is then to be able to refine down those results. And yeah. I, you know, I do yeah. think that that's something that, you know, in 
with the Google, you know, the ideal of Google is that you get the right response on the first page. Um, and you can have so much noise going on in terms of internal content, especially depending on how well things are governed or not. But, you know, if you can then refine it down and go, well, actually, I just want to see stuff that was created between these dates, um, created um, because it's got this content type or in this location, it's got these categories, this metadata. I think that's a really powerful tool to, to help distill the results down to the to the answers that you're looking for. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's something that I'm still quite keen that they put that back because, you know, that initial we're going to tailor the response to give you what we think is the right thing is great until it doesn't work. And then you kind of go, I need to do something else because I'm still getting 3000 results back. Yeah. Yeah. And that's always been the problem with just search in general, isn't it? SharePoint has always had this bad history of search because no one ever did anything with search. Just, yeah, we have yeah. the search and you'd go in there and you'd get list items, sites, documents, you know, you get too much noise. Yeah. Um, so having that ability to, you know, refine what is your core uh, data source that you're able to search on, which are the, the ones that people are needing, like policies, uh, maybe forms, things like that, and have those as verticals, again, another type of refiner. But then when you've got those results to then refine it slightly more. And, you know, we always talk about Google being, oh, it's just that one search box, but really it isn't. It's a search box when you first get there, but there are kind of refiners in there that you can still use to, yeah. you know, and, and there's loads of times where I mean, it's got worse now, but you put something into Google and you get three promoted ads and then the one thing that you actually need is not the first one it's like midway down the page um you know those kind of things are, are are kind of creeping in and that's the experience that we've had internally in organizations um people get kind of frustrated with that but um yeah having that ability to refine just um, quickly, when, and, when you say the internal ones there that that's the kind of best bets that people are like yeah you mean yeah. this we're the most yes. important push that on top and I think it's a really important thing to consider yeah. sorry sorry to jump in but I think it's a really good point is when you're thinking yeah. about that that search what what certain teams want is not always the most important to everyone so making sure you consider mm. that is, is a big yeah. point yeah sorry, definitely Gary. um no no it's a great point and that kind of goes back to you know thinking about what you need to search for what's important what's important for different people within the organization as well and if, different if times. you need yeah, if you need to give the those uh, a, a subset of your uh, user base or your employees a different experience because they have different needs, then the ability to give them that more personalized or custom customized experience is going to benefit them um, and get them to 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 where they need to get to. Um, and you know, there's ways of doing that in Office 365. You got PMP search web parts mm -hmm. that have kind of filled this gap between what we had in the classic search centers that we'd set up um, with the refiners, the search verticals, and being able to customize them as much as you like. And those are there, and it gives you that modern kind of look and feel as well. So it's not completely disconnected. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think what you were saying now about, you know, are the refiners there in Microsoft Search? Not quite. There's this middle ground yeah. where if you need to go to that, you know, the, the the PMP search web parts fill that gap at the moment. And it'd be interesting to see how if Microsoft Search goes down to, to that kind of level and we start to see that being included more. 
just to be clear, and I think I'm right with this, that the PMP web parts use SharePoint search, though. Not yes, they do. Microsoft yeah. search uh, at the moment, yeah. which I, I think is a, I, I think they have to, to, to give what they want. And they give that Microsoft search like experience from the UI, but the background is just SharePoint. Yeah. You can get to the Microsoft search stuff with uh, the graph API. Um, but you don't get the same finals. You haven't got that same. Let's look at the content types. I know you, you, I think you mentioned earlier, Gary, bringing back policy documents, being able to tag and think about your content into different groups is an important aspect to it. That is something at the moment is very focused on um, SharePoint search that the Microsoft search world isn't quite there. No, and I think you know some of the some of the power of that because it was skyped around SharePoint, it gave us a lot of capability to say actually we want to present this data in different ways to make it easier to to look at to visually identify you know having being able to see inside a document and go oh i can scan through that before having to click and open it some of these were really useful tools that you know were valuable in terms of when we were persuading people that sharepoint was a good solution and microsoft search has kind of taken showing people not not persuading well, we had to we had to persuade we had to persuade them, um, but yeah, but some of these things, you know, I think it's it, it's a, it kind of comes back to the conversation we were having in the news around the MSAL versus ADAL, the change when Microsoft make a change, they inevitably bring something else that doesn't have full capabilities yeah. of what they're replacing, and I think we're still in that transition with Microsoft Search in terms of how does it fit with Teams Search, how does it fit with SharePoint Search, how do we get that that richness of experience back again. So it's, it'd be, it's um, a journey. It, it is a journey and it's one that, you know, it will probably continue forever because inevitably it will be replaced by something else one day. Absolutely. Or a different experience. Yeah, now I don't know the background to the back ends to Microsoft Search precisely, but you can do things. So it if it doesn't meet exactly what we need, and maybe even SharePoint search doesn't meet what you need, you've got Azure. You've got the Azure search that you can target, you can point and have it index things, and you can control that as much as you want. You know, you've got full details you can go within there at a cost. You've got to pay for the, the Azure service. You've got to pay for those developers to understand it and sort of keep it maintained and things on there. But you, you have got that opportunity to go down routes that you, you want to. Um, yeah, and I think, I think, all of those different options are things that we have on the table when we're speaking to, to clients about what they need. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's a preferred option because ideally you want it out of the box anyway. Yeah, yeah. But but it is there as a, those, I'll say 80-20 rule, probably even less than 20%, those one or 2% of scenarios. I know Gary and I worked on a project uh, late last year, earlier this year, where they said, that search looks brilliant. Love the Microsoft search. Can it not look like SharePoint? Uh, and we end up developing a kind of interface that that sat over the top as a single page app that gave all the benefits of the the power of Microsoft Search, but with a different UI. Um, yeah. so those things, there are small occasions where where they are needed um, that, that they can be put in there as well. And especially with adaptive cards, you can make them look very good pretty easily as well. Yeah, I think it's coming back to that. What's the 
what's the user journey what's the user experience going to be like you know there's different options but then it becomes a bit more disconnected i think that you know as we started talking about this we were, we were talking about a unified search experience across different devices and and, and different uh you know areas of office 365 uh, as you start to break out into specific customizations you lose that 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 unified approach um so it'd be interesting to see you know we're, we're almost looking at these these extras as well we can't change this at the moment therefore we'll build something extra yeah but there's a there's a, a cost to that yes yeah. the cost of building it but a cost of even you know cognitive switching. maintaining I have, yes i have to yeah. search here that's slightly different to this search here um and you know that might be okay within your organization it might not be um and it those needs are to be thought about exactly those things that need to be considered it's interesting isn't it because just just thinking about how I you so. yeah well absolutely <laughs> but, you know if you, if you consider you know the way microsoft search is positioned one of the connections should be sharepoint and i think that eight that you had up wasn't sharepoint was it uh, the uh, enterprise pages that's where sharepoint no, is that, is that where sharepoint fits in the, the connectors yeah. the connectors aren't because sharepoint is already a connector it's connected within microsoft search by default same way as exchange isn't one because exchange isn't there uh whether you're saying that sharepoint on premises should be i think that's there particularly i, I know that is one of the partner ones it's certainly so, not one that microsoft wants to encourage so so I was, yeah i was just thinking about the 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 scope that you get with the connectors because you allow, you can then put the configurations and the verticals in, can't you? Um, so uh, yeah, that, that's that's an interesting one. I think I put in the show notes. You can now configure your own verticals, um, so you can add a particular vertical. You're right. Previously, you, if you, you add a connector, you could say that one of those connectors could be a vertical. So it could say I, like yeah. service now. Now yeah. I believe you can add your own custom ones to it, which is a great addition. So you could have right. a. Sheet one or even uh, to, I, I wouldn't like to put a sharepoint one you could have like an intranet one maybe a collaboration yeah, no, and I, that's that's what i'm thinking of is you know if you if you were to be able to say i because i think that was the thing that my eye my eyes lit up when i saw those verticals and then they said well you need a connector it's only service now you can't say actually this is my intranet or this is my my collaboration space so you couldn't separate them out um i thought you needed to have a particular connector to set up a um, a vertical, but maybe that's changed. That, that was See, now, now um, I need to have a look again. Then. Flash this up now. I, I ha I'm going to be honest. I haven't tried this. I saw that uh, Harsha Vardini. Thank you very much, Harsha. Um, brought this up and hopefully i'll bring this up you should now see in sharepoint there's a microsoft search configure search settings and within that you can give it a vertical and use the keyword query language to refine the results oh, uh, it's a new, it's a new search source. Code, isn't it? yeah you've got that content source option in there yeah, yeah. so uh that's, maybe, that's maybe there's a more detailed that. search aspect we can come back to things and uh, look a bit more into this but yeah, I, I, th I think you're right. That that ability to be able to have verticals on the different sections and and things like that are very useful. Uh, I know we're we're rapidly running out of time. I, I think one last thing that I think is worth breaking up. We we've talked about kind of how you can search for things. We've talked about how you can configure search and add in extra things. To me, the most important thing you can do with search 
is to continually review the analytics look at how people are using search you've got that admin center review the details of what people are doing and you know controversial here maybe even speak to them as well understand what's the what is working well what's not working well where the pain points and and where you have got that configuration do something with it based on what people are doing to give people a better experience add extra things in in there to make it useful you're not going to turn on search and have it just work that is never going to happen in an effective way especially for large organizations with a whole load of content it just it, it doesn't happen i think microsoft search has made it better but you've just got to try and understand what people are doing and listen to those problems uh, and try and adjust those so uh, yeah. and, and on that uh, is the whole inspect and adapt isn't it they go through the cycle and, uh, and and make sure you know the behaviors of the people uh, that are searching for things if you find something that someone's searching for uh, that people are searching for a lot then that can be an issue so actually, do you need to present that information in a more appropriate place so that people don't have to search for it? It's just obvious that this is where they need to go. Like, you know, it could be changing the layout of your homepage on the internet, for example, yeah. um, to then, you know, take that feedback and go, actually, what we want to do is we want to reduce the amount of searching people are doing um, rather than it being that, oh, I always have to go there. Um, so, or not there at all. Uh, which yeah. sometimes is the is the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> or maybe you need a bot to answer that question. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I got in there before me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I hope that was useful to people. Sort of gave a, a little bit of indication of different things you can do in Microsoft Search. What we're hoping to do is get people thinking about search and, and the kind of things that you need to set up. And, and maybe if you sat there with your SharePoint Online environment, you've had SharePoint Online for a few years now and just left it there, something to have a think about of how you can better get those results for people and help find that content. And um, we, we, we kind of touched on metadata a bit. Also, you know, think about your metadata. Al, you mentioned the new term store that's coming up. Think about ways to uh, tag your content, making it as easy as possible. Don't give people a 10 page doc um, for every document that they have to fill out. Look at some of the sensitivity labels. You can maybe apply to things and auto labeling that uh, can take place depending on your licensing levels. But think about how you can take a, a document and make it as easy to find as possible. I think that's that is our key thing and keep refining it. It's not ever going to end. It's something that should continue uh, continuously continue continuously can't end on that phrase surely continuously improve <laughs> continuously improve your search absolutely but uh keep it going um otherwise i think we'll stop there do do look out um there there are plenty of conferences uh, i might try and find some of the good search videos that came out from the microsoft 365 virtual marathon there's a huge amount of content there that i'm still trying to digest and find time to look at uh, that for where if you do want to know more and find out more uh, definitely look at the connectors i think the connectors um, will pay a massive part in getting that content there and project cortex will be using all this stuff so what you'll be doing about improving your search if you are of an organization of a size and uh, with a budget that will be able to afford uh, cortex um, this is only going to help that so definitely look through that way 
otherwise, I think we'll wrap up. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we will be on show 14 in a couple of weeks, and uh, I need to get off my backside and organise something for that. Uh, hopefully have a special guest uh, for that one, but uh, depending on availability, we'll let you know on that. Otherwise, I've been Grey. I've been Hurt. I've been Beard. Thank you very much, all. Uh, speak to you in a couple Thanks of weeks. Thanks for listening to Grey Hat Beard Podcast. The song Drink Up My Mateys was brought to you by Black Bones under a non-commercial attribution license.